Let us begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Still. I'm your host, E.G. Monte Ale. I'll be recapping week 15 of this year's NFL season in this edition as we recap the six most interesting teams in this year's NFL season, three from the AFC and three from the NFC. We now got one more week of action in December for this year's NFL season, and by far has been a pretty interesting month of December for our six most interesting teams as the teams have been profiling having really some probably the best mixed results. You know, the Jaguars obviously are having no success given recent events surrounding Urban Meyer, who is now no longer the head coach at Jaguars after just been fired. Also, do listen to the edition called Urban Decay, where I talk about the firing of Urban Meyer. It's all about Urban Meyer and his disastrous tenure as a coach in the NFL and also for the Jaguars. I hope all of you are enjoying your holiday season. We're now going into pretty soon to be Christmas soon. Christmas is coming and hope all of you are enjoying a good holiday season. I just got back doing a layover in Denver, flying back east for Christmas. I am now on the road this week recording this podcast, so hope all of you are enjoying your good holiday season. If you're traveling, do travel safe, but also along the way, do drink responsibly. I had a really good winter ale during a layover at the Denver airport, which I'll be recapping or actually pairing with this week's NFL season of NFL Week 15. So I had my beer pairing at the Denver International Airport during the layover. It was a winter ale, a really good one at that as well. And that'll be this week's NFL Week 15 drink pairing, which will be a beer. So do stay tuned at the end of episode when I do this week's beer pairing for NFL Week 15, which was the beer I had at the Denver International Airport. So let's get into it. I'll start with the AFC side this week, with the AFC side of six most interesting teams, starting with the Jaguars. The Jaguars lost once again in their first game in the post-Urban Meyer era, and he lost to the Houston Texans by a score of 30-16. to It was definitely an ugly game for the Jaguars. Many were wondering if they were going to win this game, or many are wondering if their interim coach is going to have more wins at Urban Meyer. That did not turn out to be the case for Jaguars. They lost badly to the Texans of the score 30-16, and the record now is 2-12. and Trevor Lawrence threw 210 yards, no touchdowns, although Robinson, a running back, did have one touchdown, but not a good game for Jaguars. I was wondering how they're going to perform post-Urban Meyer. I thought they were going to have much more of a higher scoring game than this. I actually thought they might have won this game, actually, but did not turn out to be the case. They got beat by the Texans by a score 30-16. Definitely not a good moment for the Jaguars post-Urban Meyer. He definitely got a long road ahead of them right now for Jaguars. He probably won't win any more games for the rest of the season, although it is indeed possible, but I don't think that's going to be the case. It actually might be a better thing for the Jaguars, actually. They could probably get the number one pick in this year's NFL draft coming for the 2022 NFL season, but right now we'll look at a draft order after the season because right now it's all still playing out right now, but Jaguars are definitely on their way to having a very high draft pick after his recent loss to the Texans. Right now, the Jaguars just being the Jaguars right now. They're right now in the state of disarray. Urban Meyer is officially gone. They're looking for their identity, and their big issue right now is how they do hiring a new coach and how they do with the draft after the season. So my question for Jaguars is, will they get more wins post-Urban Meyer for the rest of the season? Will they bring that record up from 2-12 and 12 to probably maybe 4-12 and 12 or maybe even 5-12? and 12? Is that possible? So my question for Jaguars is, can they win another game and can they win a game without Urban Meyer? I don't think it's going to make much of a difference, to be honest. But right now, the Jaguars have a lot of questions surrounding their identity. So my question, another question I have for Jaguars is, when will they find their identity? Will they start to find it this season or the wait into the offseason? That's my question for Jaguars right now. But definitely not a big moment for them, a very dark moment for them. They just lost their coach 
and they lost badly to a division rival by the Texans at that score 30 to 16. And we'll just wait to see what happens next for Jaguars in week 16 NFL season as the season is now winding down. But definitely they're on their way to having a very high draft pick. An advantage, but also an advantage brought about by poor performance. This now brings me to the Kansas City Chiefs who won their game over the Chargers this past Thursday night by a score of 34 to 28. Patrick Mahomes threw for three touchdowns but also had one interception while also having 32 rushing yards. It was definitely a key game and a key win for the Chiefs over a divisional rival. The Chargers are actually a pretty decent team. So I think this win partially gives the Chiefs some form of legitimacy in terms of being a contender in the AFC, but also maybe not enough to be seeing them as seriously as for the Chiefs to be a serious contender. So the wonder game against the Chargers, a divisional rival, the Chargers now have a score, actually no, not a score, but a record of 8-6, and six, while the Chiefs have a record of 10-4. and four. So even though it's a good win for the Chiefs, it probably gives them somewhat legitimacy as a serious contender, but also not enough at the same time. The Chiefs, they are a good team, but are they a serious enough contender to make the Super Bowl this year? I don't think so. I thought they would be at the beginning of the season, but based on how the season went for them, the challenges they had, and also the competition they faced, I don't think the Chiefs right now have done enough to be seen as a serious contender for the Super Bowl, but they will make the playoffs, no doubt. The question is how far would they make it in the playoffs? Once they start to face serious competition, such as the New England Patriots, who will be my next team I'll be recapping soon in a few minutes, but the Chiefs, they won their game. But here's my question for the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs do enough for the rest of the season to be seen as a serious contender? Is that something they can do, or is that something they'll have to accomplish in the playoffs? Right now, according to odds makers, the Chiefs do have an almost 100% chance of making the playoffs, and their next opponent will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Steelers are looking to make the playoffs. The Steelers right now, I see them as a dark horse to make the playoffs and do some serious damage. They're probably a team you don't want to face this late in the season, especially when they're looking to make the playoffs, and especially when they have a chance to do so. So the Chiefs got a really tough matchup against the Steelers coming up. I definitely do believe this game is going to be a challenge for the Chiefs. I definitely do see it as much a high-scoring game, a close game, just like for the Chargers. So the Chiefs, they probably could lose this game against the Steelers, allowing the Steelers to probably get a chance to sneak into the playoffs. So a big test for the Chiefs will be the Steelers, and will a win against the Steelers continue to build a case for the Chiefs as being a serious contender? That's possible, but maybe it's not even enough as well. But the Chiefs probably don't have to worry about that right now. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're doing everything they need to get into the playoffs. So maybe they can change their fortune in the playoffs by being a surprise team that makes a repeat appearance in the Super Bowl, which most likely be against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I'll be talking about later. But right now, the Chiefs, they got the Steelers coming up. It won't be an easy game. I'm pretty sure they know that. So my question for the Chiefs is, another one I have, despite doing what they need in terms of being it being enough to be a serious contender, will a win over the Steelers help the Chiefs establish themselves as a serious contender for the AFC? That remains to be seen. We'll see how they do that against the Steelers in their next game. And speaking of contenders, a definitely legitimate contender such as the Patriots and New England Patriots lost in a surprise upset to the Indianapolis Colts this past Sunday by a score of 27-17. It definitely was not a good day for New England Patriots. It was an away game, so maybe that played a role in their loss. Mac Jones threw for two touchdowns and two interceptions, so it definitely was not a good day for the New England Patriots. It brings their record now to 9-5, and five, and it was their first loss on the road. So definitely the Patriots right now, this is a setback for them because right now the Chiefs are ahead of them in terms of getting the number one seed in the playoffs. As the Chiefs do have a higher record, just by one game though over the New England Patriots, but I do believe the Patriots are more of a serious and legitimate contender over the Chiefs, even though they're one game behind in what I see now is an AFC arms race to make it into the playoffs. But right now, this loss to the Colts, how much of an impact will this have against the Patriots? Will there be an effect on this, a lasting effect on the Patriots because of this loss? Because this loss was not supposed to happen. The Colts are pretty good. They have an 8-6 and six record. It's not great, but decent enough. Definitely better than other teams. And the Colts do have some good players on their roster, but they're definitely not supposed to win this game when you really look at it in detailed view. So it's definitely an upset by the Colts when they defeated the Patriots. So the 
Patriots right now, they're 9-5, and five, but will this loss against the Colts have a lasting effect for the rest of the season? Their next matchup will be a rematch against their division rival, the Buffalo Bills, who they defeated before, actually before they defeated the Colts. So maybe the Patriots will bounce back against the Buffalo Bills, but will there be an upset? Will they get upset by the Buffalo Bills? That is indeed a possibility. I do believe the Bills are going to look at what they did wrong against New England and make changes to their game plan in the rematch against the Patriots. So will this loss against the Colts, will this affect New England in the long term for the rest of the season and possibly when they make it into the playoffs? Because they definitely do see them going to the playoffs. But right now, this loss against the Colts, it's definitely not a good moment. It's definitely a setback in their season in terms of getting number one seed for the AFC playoffs. So going back to my question for New England, will this loss against the Colts have lasting effects in the rest of their season? Can they bounce back from this and can they overcome the Kansas City Chiefs to get the number one seed for the AFC playoffs? I do believe that is indeed possible. I do believe New England's most likely to bounce back from this loss as they're well put together as a team right now. They're definitely well managed and well rostered and got a good quarterback with Mac Jones. So I do believe that is indeed possible, but can they pull that off by starting to make that happen against the Buffalo Bills this coming Sunday? So not a good week for the New England Patriots. It's definitely a setback, but I do believe they can learn from it. But what the Buffalo Bills learned from their recent loss against New England. So the rematch game against New England facing off against the Buffalo Bills, that's going to be a key game for both teams actually because Buffalo Bills, they were doing great for a while with many having them in the Super Bowl, but he started to fall off. So can the Buffalo Bills bounce back against the New England Patriots and can the Patriots bounce back against the Buffalo Bills? So both the teams of New England and Buffalo have a lot to play for this coming Sunday, but when New England overcome this loss against the Colts and get back to where they were before by being the main contender in the AFC. We'll see how that plays out when they face off against the Buffalo Bills this coming Sunday. We're now going to transition to the NFC side of the six most interesting teams this year's NFL season, starting with the Green Bay Packers, who had a major win last night against the Baltimore Ravens. I'm recording this podcast on a Monday, so that's what I'm saying last night. So this win against the Baltimore Ravens was a big win for the Green Bay Packers as they now clinched their division with the NFC North. I was watching that game. It was a very high-scoring game, a close game between both teams. The Baltimore Ravens made a bad call towards the end when they're trying to go for two to win the game by calling a bad play what I saw. That's why I saw a bad play. This gave the Green Bay Packers the win and also the NFC North Divisional title. As he won that game by a score of 31-30, to Aaron Rodgers threw for three touchdowns and his injury showed no signs of setting back the Green Bay Packers. So I do believe his injury probably will not be a major barrier for the Packers for the rest of the season, also for Aaron Rodgers, as they make their playoff run, because now they're going to the playoffs right now. That's where they're going. They got a record 11-3. They got the best record in the NFC. They're most likely right now to get the number one seed in the NFC playoffs in this NFC arms race. So the question I have right now for the Green Bay Packers is, will they indeed be the top NFC team and will they get the number one seed? Will they be able to continue this momentum by doing that, by winning more games? Will they rest their starters and will this injury that Aaron Rodgers speaks of be an issue? Those are the questions I'm asking right now of the Green Bay Packers. Can they maintain their success? Will the injury come back like a ghost and will they rest their starters or will they play their starters for all 17 games as they go into the playoffs? Because right now, given recent events in this week's NFL action, they are indeed on their way to get a number one seed in an NFC arms race. The thing is, can they actually pull it off by maintaining that momentum? Because the recent loss of Arizona Cardinals when they lost their game to the Detroit Lions definitely gives Green Bay the opening they needed to be the top NFC team. But would it be a change of fortune? We'll have to wait and see when they face off against the Browns in their coming matchup. And also speaking of the Browns, there are reports that Aaron Rodgers does not return to Green Bay, that he indeed might sign with the Cleveland Browns. Is that too much of a stretch? Aaron Rodgers going to the Cleveland Browns after the season is over? We'll wait and see what happens in the NFL offseason, but that talk is starting to brew now. It is starting to be Bruce Stilling right now in the NFL. We'll see if it actually happens. We're right now focused on the season, but right now Green Bay, they're in a good spot. Well, now switch over to the Dallas Cowboys, who won their game against the New York Giants by a score of 21-6. A definitely good game for the Dallas defense. The Dallas defense right now, they're continuing to hold this team together. The Dallas Cowboys are 
riding right now. They are benefiting from their Dallas defense. The defense right now is carrying the Cowboys right now. And it's definitely starting to get more attention now. We were talking about this more in the in the Bruce Hill podcast with the Cowboys defense doing everything for the Cowboys while the offense is not stepping up like they should. Dak Prescott scored one touchdown in this game. But overall, it really wasn't that much of a good offensive game for the Cowboys. They definitely need a lot more on the offensive side of the ball if they're going to make it to the Super Bowl, which right now is not likely. The Cowboys will win their division most likely. They definitely will make the playoffs. But how far do they go in the playoffs without having an adequate offense? Right now, their defense is carrying the team. Can they be an accidental winner at the Super Bowl? It's possible. Anything's possible. But right now, the Cowboys, yes, you're winning. They're doing well with the month of December. Their record right now is 10-4, and four, but their defense is holding the team together. The offense of the Cowboys needs to step up if the Cowboys are going to be seen as a more legitimate contender towards the Super Bowl, because if not, they might be just be one and done to playoffs like it always is in the playoffs. So my question for the Cowboys is, can the Dallas Cowboys offense start to perform more in order to carry the Cowboys to the Super Bowl? Can they make that happen? Will they only rely on their defense, which is a high risk right now? That's the question I'm asking right now for the Cowboys. Yes, they're going to win their division. They're going to go to the playoffs, but will their offense step up and get them in the Super Bowl? We'll see how that goes in their next upcoming game against the Washington football team. But right now, the Cowboys offense, it does need to do a lot more if they're going to indeed make it to the Super Bowl. This now brings me to the final game of Tampa Bay over New Orleans, and it definitely was a major flop. I saw the whole game. I expected a lot more. I thought it was going to be a higher scoring game, but that did not turn out to be the case, actually. Instead, Tampa lost this game by scoring 9 nothing to the Saints, a divisional rival. Only three field goals were scored in this game, so definitely a low-scoring game. Tom Brady threw for no touchdowns and one interception. He got sacked quite a bit. Tampa's players lost a lot of key starters for this game, and there's a lot of drop passes as well, as in New Orleans Saints' defense proved to be a formidable opponent against a Tampa offense. And there's also a video of Tom Brady throwing a tablet in anger on the bench on the sidelines because of his game. But in the end, Tampa lost his game 9 to nothing to the Saints, a divisional rival. This is the second time the Saints defeated Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this year's NFL season. So right now, my question for Tampa Bay is, where do they go from here? How do they bounce back from this loss against a divisional rival? They're definitely going to make the playoffs, but also with the win of the Green Bay Packers clinching their division and also now having the top record in the NFC, can Tampa overcome that to get the number one seed in the NFC playoffs? Do obviously need to win, and Green Bay will most likely have to lose the game as well, but right now my question for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is, where will they go after this loss? How will they bounce back, and can they bounce back enough to get the number one seed in the NFC playoffs as part of the NFC arms race? They now have a 10-4 record. They are still first in their division, and their next opponent will be against the Carolina Panthers, another division rival, so a win there can indeed clinch them their division, but also Green Bay has to lose in order for Tampa to have a chance to get number one seed. So here's a question I have for Tampa. Can he bounce back from this? Where did he go from here? How will they do against the Panthers? Will the Panthers be a redemption game for them? And when will he get their key starters back as well? Will the loss of these starters start to affect Tampa later in the season and also when they play in the playoffs? We'll have to wait and see when they play against the Carolina Panthers this coming Sunday. And that there's my week 15 NFL season recap here on Bruce Stilled. It was definitely a pretty interesting week. Definitely some surprising losses, especially by the Cardinals losing to the Detroit Lions, which definitely does shake up the NFC arms race by lying Green Bay so far to get to be the main contender right now for getting number one seed. But pretty good week overall for the NFL. Good storylines and two surprising losses from Tampa and New England this week. So we'll see how things play out in week 16 of this year's NFL season. we got two weeks left before we go to the playoffs. A lot can still happen in two weeks. So the next two weeks will indeed be very interesting in this year's NFL season. We'll see how it all plays out. Now it's time for the beer pairing for this week's NFL action. And that beer comes from Breckenridge Brewery in Colorado. It's called the Christmas Ale. And this excellent beer is a malty beer with a good winter feel to it. It's definitely a good winter beer, a good Christmas beer at the same time, but also a good beer to have in the winter. This beer has a good flavor and strength. It has carefully roasted malts, which create a good flavor of caramel and chocolate. This good blend of caramel and chocolate really does help this Christmas ale stand out. And it's also made with Chinook and Mount Hood hops, contributing to very spicy quality 
quality for a good balance and a very clean flavor for this beer. It's more of a darker beer, malty, and also with a strong flavor to it. It has a 7.10 ABV, and it's also seasonal beer, so if you find this beer, do check it out because it won't be available all year round. It does come around to Christmas and winter season, so time is of the essence to try this beer, but it's definitely a beer to have during the winter and Christmas. And again, that beer is a Christmas ale from Breckenridge Brewery in California. I had this beer in the layover. Remember earlier in the podcast episode here in Brewstilled, I was talking about my layover at the Denver International Airport. I went to a bar and had this beer at that bar. Yeah, it was definitely a good beer to have during the layover. Made me feel like a Christmas feel to it. Gets you into holiday Christmas spirit. And definitely a good beer to have at this airport bar. You know, airport bars are good places to go to. You're on a layover and you know the bartenders, they don't have traditional customers like regular customers like a traditional bar would. So it's definitely a good experience going to this airport bar at the Denver International Airport trying out this winter ale. And this winter ale is definitely my beer pairing for this week's NFL Week 15 recap here in Brewstilled. Do check out this beer. A good malty, darker beer with a really strong flavor to it with a good flavor of caramel and chocolate paving the way for an excellent good combination for a good craft beer. And again, that beer is called The Winter Ale from Breckenwich Brewery in Colorado. Do check it out. And that'll do from here in this edition of Brewstilled. I'm your host, E.G. Monte Ale. My next episode will be a recap of the finale of Hawkeye. And I cannot wait for the finale of Hawkeye. I'll be recapping that next edition of Brewstilled. And after that, be a recap of Week 16 NFL season. Please do enjoy your holiday season. Have some good beer, bourbon, and whiskey. Have some good time with family. Watch some good football and also some good shows and MCU on Disney+. Plus. I'm your host, E.G. Monte Ale. I'll see you all next time. Until then, be brewed and be still, folks. Cheers. Cheers.